News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Thank you indeed, Shane Beatty. Good morning. You're listening to News Talk Breakfast with me, Shane Coleman, and alongside me today is uh, Aideen Finnegan. Uh, good to have you on board, Aideen. Thank you, Shane. Uh, coming up between now and nine o'clock. Coming up, Boris Johnson's bid to override the Northern Ireland Protocol passes its first hurdle at the House of Commons. How will Ireland and the EU respond? We ask Foreign Affairs Minister Simon Coveney after eight. County councillors who become pregnant will be able to avail of maternity leave under plans expected to be signed off at Cabinet this week. Is it the right move? We'll be debating that at a quarter to eight. The country is in the grips of a housing crisis, but how are estate agents getting new houses to the market? Henry McKean reports at half seven. Uh, before, uh, before all that, though, I want to start by talking about the health service. Obviously, uh, not long after the programme ended uh, yesterday, the word came through that Paul Reid, I suppose a big surprise after three and a half years of standing down uh, as boss of the HSE. Uh, a lot of speculation in the papers this morning. Was it linked to the, the controversy around the emergency department at Navan Hospital at the moment? For what it's worth, I don't believe it was. My understanding, it's more connected to the fact that the fella is exhausted after three and a half years, particularly two years of COVID. Also, that two years of COVID put a kind of put of a stop, a bit of a stop to Sláinte Care reforms. He only has a couple of years left on his contract not long enough to implement Slauncher Care, but long enough to, I suppose, be facing all the grief that would come with it, but none of the good stuff. So I, 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 there isn't huge surprise that he is, has gone. But I would say about Navin Hospital, it will absolutely, and uh, what's happening, it'll absolutely be a deterrent to people who might come and take the job because they are looking at this and going, this is absolutely, I, I think that any rational person looking to take this job will look at this and go, I can't work in this job because you have, and let's be clear about this. We had Jerry McEntee on, on, on the phone, uh, on the show yesterday, making it quite clear. The emergency department is not safe as it, as it currently stands. Uh, patients are not provided with the best opportunity of survival. You have nurses, physicians, surgeons, junior doctors all saying that. And yes, Aideen, every politician in the area, including government ministers, uh, in Helen McEntee, uh, including backbench TDs, uh, including the opposition, and Sinn Féin are playing this for all it's worth, are saying, no, we need to keep this open, even though doctors are saying it's not safe. Like, what more do politicians need? Do you know what they need, Shane? They need public buy-in. The reason why politicians kick off about stuff like this, closing an ED here, there and wherever you have it, in a regional hospital, is because it's politically toxic. They're afraid they're going to lose yeah. their seats. The Frankie the Fee, an example from Roscommon. Right. So this, like, ordinary people sort of have to look at how they are playing a part in the fact that the health system is not moving on. We had cross-party support for Slauncher Care. Slauncher Care, for you know, anyone who needs a kind of a refresher course, is that you have a single point of access, you have a one-tier health system, you have free GP care, you do not have uh, consultants uh, treating private patients in yeah. a public hospital, you have a couple of elective hospitals so that when you get an elective surgery date, that operation will go ahead. You will not be prevented yeah, from having that's it. That's the lovely of, easy bit though. That's the lovely easy bit. It also requires, you know, streamlining everything. So yeah. you have six regional the authorities. The not easy bit. The bit where you get, re- you know, you streamline your CHOs and your NGO, your CHOs, your NGOs, your Section 38s, whatever. And you get one, you get six regional authorities with one board of or, management overseeing that. Or four cardiac centres. Or four cardiac centres. As centers. has been speculated in the paper today. Doesn't it sound amazing? Right. That's what we all we all say we want that. But yet when people actually go and I suspect, Sean, that, uh, Shane, that actually Paul Reed did, in fact, 
I think Navin Hospital had a lot to do with his resignation. And when people, maybe or maybe not, like Paul Reid, want to make major reforms like this, like close an ED, that it is so political toxic, politically toxic. You have a cabinet minister, Helen McEntee, who doesn't yeah. want the ED to be closed. So people, I think, will do, politicians will do what people want them to do. Yeah, but but I I, I disagree about, uh, about Navin being the issue because, look, Navin, it's going to close. That is inevitable. It's only a matter of when uh, when that happens. But as related, you're absolutely right about politicians running scared. But politicians also have to show leadership. And we never show leadership in this country. We follow, politicians follow. It's why we go from boom to bust all the time. They actually need to show a bit of backbone and a bit of leadership uh, on this rather than playing politics. But look, let us know uh, what you think. Uh, I suppose the, the point Aideen makes, are we the people willing to buy in to the changes to have a 21st century health system? Or are we more interested in having a not very good uh, emergency department nearby than a better emergency department slightly further away? Uh, let us know. Uh, text us 5206 uh, for 30 cent or tweet us at NT Breakfast. Let's stay uh, with the uh, the health service now. We're joined by Dr. Eddie Malloy, independent management uh, consultant. Um, Eddie, d- how do you view the, uh, Paul Reid's departure from the HSE? Well, the, the spin is that Paul wants to spend more time with his family, and I'm sure he does, and he deserves it. But wouldn't we, wouldn't we all like to spend more time with our family? I mean, um, the, the fact that Paul has left the HSE at this stage in his contract, halfway through it, and also at, such a, at this stage in his career, he's, he's not an old man, um, points to other factors. And it, it looks that they have to do with the, uh, the spat over the... Um, implementation of a report that says the service in Navin has to... We have a very strong report called a trauma system for Ireland. It's 2020. And Paul Reid is not the type to sit on a report. And he would have uh, set about implementation, implementing that once he came up for air after the, um, the, the pandemic. And just like with cancer services, the recommendation is that we need fewer trauma trauma hospitals. That's, you know, car Mm. crash hospitals, if you like. We need fewer, but properly equipped, uh, just as was the case with the successful rationalization of cancer care services. But also what's happening now has echoes of that earlier uh, cancer care um, reform. And that is local political considerations can slow down or black, block the yeah. rationalisation. Eddie, the problem is with the theory that he's going for this reason. Navin, it's going to happen. There's, there's going to be a bit of a battle over it. It is going it is, to happen, absolutely. I don't think it stands up to scrutiny that Paul Reid would walk over an issue like that, which is, let's face it, in the overall scheme, a pretty small issue. But what, well, well, what would be the issue? You don't know how far that extends. I mean, his, his predecessor, who incidentally came from the same background as Paul in Aircom, uh, Cahill McGee, would have left for similar, uh, being, being given a mandate to go on and get to do something, do something that's difficult and will put noses out of joint, and is then blocked by, for, by political considerations. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, can you operate in that kind of environment? Paul is not the kind of man who will go along to get along. He's not a public servant of of that, uh, you know, mentality. So uh, the other other concern I have about it is uh, the loss of a CEO, head of operations, two senior public health people, and also there are major shortcomings in the finance function, which have been there for over a decade. 
So, I, you know, it, I've felt for a long time that there needs to be a full, in the lingo of the, the consultants, you know, of 360 degree assessment of the competencies and character caliber of the senior executives in the HSE. I mean, the finance function in the HSE handles 20 billion. Yeah. It's huge. And there's been musical chairs in uh, that role who would for, you, I mean, for a decade. I'm not asking, or unless you absolutely want to identify who you think should be the next person, but what kind of person should be the next CEO? Out, out from outside or from inside the HSE, for starters? Uh, it, um, they, they're hard to find. I mean, that's, it's a pretty special role, and Paul Reid was, was a great choice at the time. Uh, and it's a big loss. Um, you'd find people who ran, you know, maybe successful health services in, in Britain. There was a guy called Halligan who was once in the running for the um, yeah. CEO of the HSE. Uh, so, you know, I think the people are there. But, for example, you have to look, and people may wince at this, you have to look at what salary are you offering for a head of finance in a 20 billion corporation. Um, and there can, should be no constraints on getting the right person uh, to do the job. That's what I would say. Money, no object. And also, it's never the case, just as in the guards, never the case of some white knight. You have to look at each of the players on on the team. This is first division. This is senior hurling, to use an Irish cliche. And you have to look at um, the, the, okay. the caliber of everybody holding down senior roles. Probably the top 40 people All right. need to be assessed, in my view. Dr. Eddie Malloy, Independent Manager Consultant, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.